You, my friend, are back because you love the EntreMD podcast, so you're going to absolutely love the VIP opportunity I have for you. EntreMD Live is our annual conference. It's all about business, and it's going to be happening on June the 29th, 2024. Now, this is a virtual experience, but for the first time, I am giving the opportunity for a select number of doctors to come in and be part of the live audience in the live streaming studio, and I am extending that invitation to you. Now, I want you to imagine this. Think about you, me, a good number of rock star physicians, some of the unicorn level doctors in the EntreMD Business School in Atlanta for a full day immersive experience. Just think about it. You're going to learn how to take your business, make it a household name. You're going to get to take a look and review your business model. I'm going to show you how to reverse engineer your goals so you can crush your business goals for 2024. I am going to unpack the revenue generation framework so you'll literally have a blueprint that you can use to create the revenue goals that you want for your business. And almost more importantly, I will be showing you how to build your dream life while you're trying to do all of these things because there's no business worth sacrificing your life or your family for. It just doesn't exist. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of swag. We're going to have a lot of networking. It's going to be such a game changer. Just think about what you get from the podcast, multiply it by a thousand. That is what you'll be getting. So you, my friend, I want to have you go to entremd.com forward slash live. Go get your ticket, entremd.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E. And I cannot wait to see you in Atlanta on June 29th, 2024 in the live audience. And we are going to have an absolute blast. And now for the episode. Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello. Happy New Year. Welcome to the very first episode in 2021. And listen, I was trying to think of what I need to do to give you the nice push you need on our first episode, and I couldn't think of something better. So I want to introduce you to a special guest. Her name is Dr. Anyoku. Dr. Anyoku is a mentor of mine. She actually interviewed me when I was trying to get into residency at the hospital where I trained, Newark Beth Israel in New Jersey. And she is someone who's been in my life since then. I graduated in 2008, so it's been a while (laughs) since then. And if there's anything I've learned from her, It's how to be confident. It's how to be authentic. It's how to own who I am. It's how to not be a pushover, how to negotiate. I mean, she is so amazing. So she was a guest in the Entree Empty Business School. And I brought her in because I was like, I need people to experience this. I need people to realize that they can have unstoppable confidence. And I'm going to be sharing a part of her interview in the business school with you. That's what our episode is going to be for today. And what you're going to leave with is unstoppable confidence. Dr. Anyoko is amazing. All her handles and all of that would be in the show notes. You should follow her. And I want you to just settle in and lean into this episode and get ready to be blown away. 
All right. So here's the episode with Dr. Anyoko. I am so thrilled to be here with you this evening. Dr. Una talks about me being the boss, but I'm here to tell you that she's the boss. I don't get to argue. <laughs> she says, I need you here. Here I am. So I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today. Like she said, I know some of you already, some of you, some people are my neighbors, but <laughs> I am a physician executive. I've been a clinician for more, more years than I care to count. I've been a physician leader for about two decades, just going through a residency program. I ran the Division of General Pediatrics at the Children's Hospital of New Jersey. I left there as division chief, was recruited to Omaha, Nebraska to start up a pediatric service line for CHI in that state and was ultimately recruited to Seattle to head up pediatrics for Swedish Health Services, which is a multi-specialty, multi-hospital system in the greater Pacific Northwest. I've been a teacher, a mentor, a sponsor, a coach. I've had opportunity to build teams. I've been a business strategy development leader. I've been an advocate, spoken with legislators and with, with regulatory bodies. I am a public speaker, motivational speaker. I am a mom of two gigantic teenage boys <laughs> who, who eat everything that's not nailed down and have a ton of energy and you have to marshal that. I am the first daughter in my family and I end up guiding and directing a ton of stuff. And I say all of this because it adds up to a whole lot of experience, right? It adds up to a whole lot of power, but it only counts as power if you recognize it. If you understand that this is who you are, what you are, and it's right in the palms of your hands, right? And you wield it without even thinking about it. But then we decide one day that we're going to do a business. And it's like, oh my God, I can't do this. You know, how can I manage this? And, you know, I can't start up, you know, doing videos. I can't start, you know, marketing myself. How can I do that? And I give you kind of my background because the first thing is to say, hold on a minute. You're doing a whole lot more than this already. Like baseline, you are boss, bad boss in all sorts of spaces that you haven't ever actually thought about, right? You're doing it, it's just done, right? Because, well, yeah, that's what I do, right? I've just done it and you haven't actually thought about it. And so, but this is not a unique problem to you, right? This is a problem of women in general. Some men have imposter issues. But for the most part, men, their criteria is, am I alive? Am I breathing? I qualify. And they're good, they're good for it, right? <laughs> they're like, yeah, clearly I'm here. And, you know, they wanted a human being. So here I am. But as a woman, you feel like you have to have every qualification. So I'm guilty as everyone, right? I'm MD, MPH, MBA, right? I have a CPE. I have a fellowship from Robert Boo Johnson Leadership Foundation. I have all of this stuff, right? Because you're constantly optimizing your bona fides, right? Because Clearly, you know, if I don't have all of this, maybe people won't see that I'm a badass and that I can get stuff done. But by the time I got my MBA, which was only a couple of years ago, I basically decided that I just want to learn this stuff. I just want to be, you know, comfortable with the language. But I can start a business because I've started one, right? I can build a service line because I've done it. So I don't need those extra three letters after my name to say that I can do it. But, it, but I'm a lifelong learner. I inherited that from my mother and have not been able to let it go. So I say that because people sometimes think that if you don't have all of those qualifications, you can't do the things that you want to do. And that's just not true. 
So I really want to spend most of this evening in a conversation with you and to share my experience, to share my journey, and to share what I've learned from talking to young physicians over the years, young men and women who have been just struggling in different places. So in residency, how do I make it through, you know, this service, this group, I can't seem to connect. And that's phase one. And then they get out and these are the jobs that are facing me. What should I do? How do I decide which of them I want to do? And, oh, I'm in my job and they're accusing me of being an angry black woman or they're excluding me from important meetings. How do I navigate my space? What I came to recognize over the years as I've had these conversations is that as leaders and as women or as business developers over the years, you have to evolve. You have to evolve from thinking of yourself as just a clinician, as just just anything, right? Just fill in the blank. I'm, but I'm just, no, you're not just anything. You're pretty damn awesome, right? So the just piece has to go away. You have to evolve from that way of thinking. You have to lead yourself, right? You have to get to a space where you can lead yourself, lead your team with confidence. And you do that by owning your expertise. And you own your expertise deliberately. It doesn't happen casually because, like I said, most of what we do, we do a second nature to ourselves. But when you want to own it, you have to stop for a minute and think to yourself, wait, these are the things that I want to do. What skills does it require? Do I have them? And one of the techniques that I found very helpful to do that is to imagine that you're having this conversation with somebody else, right? Because if your sister came to you and told you she wanted to start a business, you'd be like, well, sure. Totally. You, you've got this, right? But when it's you, you, you have 500 reasons why, oh, but, but, but I'm really just good at primary care. I'm, I'm really just good at being a rheumatologist. I've never tried doing mental health. How does that fit into this bucket, right? I'm, on, I'm really just good at being a dermatologist. And I've never thought about how I get people to eat healthy for their skin. And I just, that's just something I do on the side. But all of it is who you are, right? That whole package is you. And how do you distill all of it and bring it as an offering to the world who benefits from your expertise and, and all the years of experience that you have? And I think when I was on the call the last time, I talked about Joseph Campbell. Does anybody know who that is? So Joseph Campbell is an author who wrote the book called The Hero's Journey. And the principle of The Hero's Journey is that the journey of life is not a straight path. It is winding it has dips and heights right and every time you go into a dip whether that dip is illness whether that dip is loss of a job whether it's isolation or whatever thing that has befallen you you go into that dip but when you come out of it you come out with a gift that you could not have gotten if you didn't go into that dip and the purpose of that gift is to take you to the next level because your life's journey every step and every experience you have is designed to enrich you for the next phase of the journey. So what a lot of us are is having gone through 59 dips of countless hours of studying for medical school, applying to tons of them, going through medical school, practicing. We're going through all these dips, learning all the things, and we arrive at the fifth station just to pick a number. And we're like, oh my God, I can't build my practice. Well, you know what? You've been through a bunch of dips and you've learned so much along that way. Bring it to this platform because that's what's what the purpose of that journey was. And so I always say that the first thing you have to do is just reflect. And as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, you need to give yourself time to just be silent, be still, 
just think about what it is you're trying to do and what tools you have. Because when you're running, you're only operating on autopilot. And so if you haven't stopped to think about it, you don't realize that you already have everything you need because you're only accessing the things that are built into autopilot. And some of those skills are built in, but you've just never had a chance to think about it. So you have to force yourself to take some time to reflect. Just be still. Be still in the morning. Be still on your way to work. Be still on vacation. Carve out time to just think. And I know that um, having worked with Dr. Una, you've had lots of those conversations over time that you have to really just think about what it is you want to do and focus on it. And I'll tell you the thing that helped me the most to get over imposter syndrome is think about how mad you'll be when somebody less qualified than you goes ahead and does it, right? You'll be like, really? <laughs> I'm over here trying to get this, this and that together. And this little two by four piece of person who doesn't have a fraction of the experience I have has done it. And they're over here talking it up. And I'm thinking, you have got to be kidding me, right? And so <laughs> I say, just let that motivate you. It motivated me to learn to drive at age 24 because I was struggling to drive. Everybody has been driving for years. And I'm like, oh my God. Then I said to myself, all these cab drivers on the street who can't keep a car straight, who drive like mania, they're driving. Why can't you drive? <laughs> you know? How annoyed are you when somebody who is so eminently less qualified than you are is doing with apparent ease what you're struggling to do? So for me, that's been a great motivator. So I thought I'd just throw that out there for you in case it helps somebody. <laughs> and the third point that I focus on is that to recognize that what you want to do, your business idea, your expansion idea, your marketing, it's a gift. It's a gift that you have been given and it's a gift that you have a responsibility to share. And if you see it as a gift, then you have urgency to not hold it to yourself, right? Do you, you have some urgency in your mind about sharing that gift that you have. And if you don't think about it that way, it's just like, oh, okay, I'll get to it. You know, I'll get to it at some point. But if you recognize that this is something that has been given to me that I need to share, that I need for people to, to get the benefit of, that it gives you the impetus and the energy to keep going forward with it. So that's the third step that I think about. And the fourth one is advice that I was given years ago, and that is to own your expertise. Just own it. It's not, you know how we do, oh, you look so nice, this old thing, this dress that I just picked up for $5. Ah, you really handled that patient well. Ah, my dear, what can I do? I'm just, you know, I just did this. It's, it's this stuff. No, you're pretty awesome. Own it. Just step into it and just own it. Don't apologize for it. Don't explain it. It just is. You haven't gotten here by chance. You've worked pretty darn hard to get where you are. Own it. Step into it. Because if you don't step into it, nobody's going to step into it for you. You're thinking that, oh, my work speaks for me. The very first coach I ever had in my leadership fellowship, she said, I'm going to tell you something. She was from the South. She goes, I'm going to tell you something. Women are always thinking that your work's going to speak for you. And so you don't toot your own horn. And I'm here to tell you, work does not speak. All it does is generate more work. So you have to speak. When you do it, you say you did it. It can be a humble brag, as my kids call it. They're like, yeah, mom, wait to humble brag. <laughs> they like to say that to me, but hey, it's their problem. And, but you just have to say it. Say it even if you only say it to yourself. You did that, girl. You did that. That was hard, and you did it. Because marking it, marking that accomplishment helps you to own it. 
helps you to tell the story, right? Because when you meet people, you need to be able to tell your story. Who are you and what do you represent? So you have to market. You have to make a point of documenting it and saying, you know what? I did that. People thought it couldn't be done or maybe they thought they could. But you did it. Check. And then you keep moving, right? And you're like, you know, when was the last time I did something like that? You know, I did something like that a couple of years ago. I did that too. Oh, yeah. If you don't do it, if you don't heal yourself, nobody's coming to do it for you. And you will look around and people are talking themselves up and you think, oh, that's so immodest. It's not about being immodest. It's about recognizing that you have that skill so that people don't act as if they're doing you a favor when you step into your own space that you've earned more than earned, right? You've done it. You've done the work. You've practiced it. You, nobody's doing you a favor. You are bringing your gift to them. And you have to think about it that way. Because otherwise you're like, oh, well, then maybe they'll just give me like five minutes to talk and then I can just sit over in the corner. Well, if you talk for only five minutes, the rest of what you had to share doesn't get shared. And as you're sitting in that room, I've worked in corporate health institutions for a long time, so I'm used to big conference rooms. And so when I go in, initially I go in and go, oh, I'll just say this one thing so that I've made some contribution and I'll just be quiet. And then I'm quiet and I start hearing what everybody else is saying. I'm like, well, I had better stuff to say than that. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> okay, you know what? I have something to say, right? But that's kind of the way you have to think about it. How do you own your expertise. It was not stolen. It was bought and paid for with your blood, sweat, and tears. Own it. You've done the work. Step into it. You know, I look at men. I have two sons. And I think that honestly, genetically, they just don't have this problem. They just totally feel like I wash the dishes and everybody should be clapping for me because I wash the dishes. Like, okay, bro, I'm glad you washed the dishes today. Remember that it's still your turn tomorrow right? But they can be strutting about the most random stuff, right? If you've ever seen, you know, a man who cooked a dish and he's just bragging about it. And I'm thinking, really? But for women, especially, we tend to just, we're just getting it done. We just do it and we keep moving, which may be okay in normal life because we're doing so many things. But when you're trying to promote yourself in a business, in a corporate space, you actually have to stop and remind yourself that all that stuff you did, it wasn't without cost. It wasn't easy and benign. You actually did stuff and you need to recognize it so that other people can recognize it. All right. Well, there you have it. Building unstoppable confidence with Dr. Anyoko. So there are so many nuggets. I mean, I took notes when I was there live. I took notes when I listened to it a second time to get it ready for you to listen to it. And so this is what I'm going to tell you. One of the best ways to learn is to teach. So what I want you to do is I want you to think, what are my biggest takeaways from this? What am I going to do with what I got? And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode or whatever app you're watching it on. And I want you to put those three takeaways or five takeaways, whatever they are, and post it on social media. Tag me, tag us, EntreMD, hashtag EntreMD. And I would love to check those out. Okay, so when you do that, you'll be learning it more. You'll be teaching it to others, so you're paying it forward. And then you'll be setting yourself up to be held accountable because, hey, you said you're going to do all this stuff. Okay, so do that. But I don't want you to just hear this and say that was cute and she's amazing. I want you to hear this and I want you to change your life. I want you in the next 90 days to say, oh my goodness, 
I did not know I could be this confident. I did not know I could be this unstoppable. That's what I want to hear from you. Okay. So go do it. And I will see you on the next episode of the EntreMD podcast. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to entreamd.com forward slash on demand, and I'd love to have you join us. See you on the inside. Oh,